0: The beginning point. It's the beginning of the rest of my life. I got the meaning and I got to write it down because I don't want to forget it.
1: Just win, baby.
0: and welcome back to the gold jacket podcast with me your host as always Gymnastic. and with me as always is
2: my co-host connor Donald. Connor, man how you been i've been good man i am hyped for the draft wearing my eagles with pride before how he <laughs> screws something up on thursday night <laughs> but uh, i am excited it's draft week and i just love draft week and uh to get us going for draft week this week, we got a very special guest with us. He is the Footwork King. That is Rashad Whitfield. You can find him on Instagram, Footwork Underscore King. And on Twitter, he had to get a new Twitter handle. He's yeah. at Footwork Underscore King Two. <coughs> what is up, man? What's up, man? How y'all doing?
1: Thank y'all for having me too, man. Appreciate y'all. For Thanks having for me. coming. Always, yeah, thanks
2: man. for coming. We we are so pumped because we we want to talk about running backs. We want to talk about wide receivers. We want to talk about everything to do with footwork. And we'll bring yep. it back to fantasy because that's what we do best. But we just want you on for the footwork aspect and the football aspect and bringing a whole different unique look on everything going on everything that we don't normally get to see.
1: Yeah. It's more of the detail stuff, you know. Uh, y'all get to see the forty. I mean, which is, you know, uh, I don't know where it ever comes into play in the NFL. I mean, I, don't, I mean, you, I, you can't tell me one running back that. I mean, the last time I seen a running back break over 60 yards, it might have been happier maybe or Saquon, but it's nothing likely. So, you know, even receivers, you don't see receivers, you know, but I think the goal ball probably uh, uh low percentage throw. So you don't see a lot of that. So forty so in the strength tests and all that kind of stuff, that's, I do the football stuff, you know, the stuff that I think matters. Uh, the, the testing stuff is cool, but it don't show anything to me. I mean, they, they say it translates, but I don't know which one does. Um, you know, uh, the vertical, good. you know, the broad, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could test explosiveness, but I just don't know nobody going to be jumping that far on the field anyways. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm more am more mechanics, uh, forward mechanics, uh, technique, at whatever position the athlete plays. Um, that's probably, that's, and that's why I trained so many pro guys at different positions from, you know, I think I got, if they would have kept Rasul over there, they're going to cover two. I would have had four Eagles in the secondary Slay, Nicaragua, Coleman, uh, then Arnold and Rasul Douglas. Ooh, oh, like that, defense, that, that defense, that defense, that defense, did Rasul should have been at safety. We, I'm like, he should have been at safety. Get him off the
2: corner. I love Russell Douglas. I don't even want to get started, but Russell Douglas, man, when the Eagles let him go, I was like, man, you got you got to let him do what he does best, and that's either play up on him or let him be a yeah. safety. But he he was not made for the Jim Schwartz defense, and the, you do it his way or the highway defense. But breaks my heart, man. He was one of my favorite corners, <laughs> one of my favorite.
1: Well, you know, they moved Jannar Avery. I changed Jannar Avery, so they moved him to linebacker, which he should have been playing in the first place. I said that last year. So when Jannar Avery gets back out here to offseason, I'm going work on coverage and stuff with him.
2: Awesome. Amazing. This is yeah. so cool. So cool to yeah. get this insight. <laughs> Let's kick it off there, Jim, with the first yeah, uh, absolutely. question.
0: <laughs> absolutely. So you were, ta- you were talking about technique and um, some big-name clients there. I was actually wondering, which is your uh, quickest client in terms of improving their technique?
1: Quickest one to improving the technique. It all depends on what we're working on. Um, Like release wise, uh, a lot of the receivers got good footwork. Uh, a lot of the defensive backs got good footwork. Um, But everything I do, receiver, and defensive back wise, is it's, it's actually crazy because working with CD and you work with Slay, they got to play each other. You know, you work with the Kill Harry, you work with uh, Xavier Howard, you see them play each other. Rodell, I work with Joe, Joe Hayden, you see them play each other. And everything I do for receivers is a lot of man press coverage, you know, getting getting out that focus. And a lot of things I do for defensive backs is man is man press coverage, you know. So I do releases for man press for receivers and man press coverage, moving efficiency for defensive backs. So when I I had like eight guys that that link up that had to face each other this year from different teams, it was crazy. Like I so they're all got good talent. Like they're all there's not one that's quicker than the other, Um, really. (laughs) I mean. Miko Hardman probably got this. Is for somebody so fast, he probably has the, some, one of the quickest, really, 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 quick, quick, quick control, discipline feet for somebody who can haul ass. Most, you know what I mean? He and he, he can get outside these arms while having a lot of body control while moving you to, out, inside so you can go outside. But you know, Odell can do it too. Um, <coughs> see, he does it. Man, I work so much with them. Like it's, it's kind of hard. I mean. I, I I do this for so long. I mean, I've been doing this for so long that everybody kind of seems you slow, really. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of hard. It, but they're moving. But I, I I'm so used to that speed, for so it's it's hard to tell. But they're all good. I mean, it's, 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 the list is big, big, and they're all good. So it's kind of hard to see. You know? Odell oh, probably the one that does the most. Like, like he do shit I ain't never seen before during training. Like I'm like, dude, those oh, just everything y'all see about Odell he does he work, He is different
2: that, different. Is, that is awesome That is, that is so cool I know we're talking about Odell pre-show and and yeah. you had some good stuff to say so for Odell fantasy owners there, there may be reason to believe uh still in Odell um for me I my question I got is uh we, we know running backs and wide receivers are two completely different beasts, two completely different breeds, especially from a training aspect and from a mm-hmm. footwork aspect. What are the biggest differences in drills that you run between a running back and a wide receiver, and, and why do these differences exist at, at the positions?
1: Well, it's, the thing is, while most people, the NFL draft guys, are analysts or GMs, they look at the 40-yard dash, but you got to work for at the prep at, at, uh, at press coverage, you know what I mean? So it all starts with release with receivers. That's more important, more valuable than just top end speed. Because one, you gotta get out the phone booth, two, you just can't run through a defender, three, you got to bring them out one way and then get back inside of them. So just so you can stack them up and bring them out. And it's the same thing with running backs in a way where, but it's just more running backs, it's just more everything's through tight area, it's a tight, confined area. They got to get skinny, you know, they got to. You know, they gotta, their body's going to go at all kind of different kind of angles. You know, you gotta have good feel, good vision. Uh a lot of my running back are reactionary, but it's they have more stuff they gotta do. If you ever see stuff I do like with uh uh Dave Montgomery or Lee Don or like it's one thing after another thing after another thing, you know? First, you know, first first line of defenders, second line of defenders, third line of defenders. Receivers it's just mainly just get get moving that deep, deep back off the spot and then get back vertical where you can run and then break. So receivers is really quick. It's just something quick at the line, but and then get it to your route. The running backs got running backs and defensive backs have the to touch. Their, their footwork is more, uh, more complex. We're very, very complex because they feet can't stop. If You watch a running back with dead feet; they're not going nowhere. You know, it's like a boxer with dead feet. You're probably not gonna win that fight. So, like running backs got their feet moving. And If you love, notice a lot of the ones that I work with, like like David and stuff like that, like they 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 can. Their body angles can change, uh, their cutting ability, uh, their change direction. Everything is 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 efficient. Their feet never come off the ground. If you don't see any of my running backs feet come off the ground until they get past that second level, because anytime your feet are off the ground in traffic, you're not going anywhere. So your feet just skin turf. So you watch a lot of my guys, my guys are just grazing the turf as they're making moves, cutting up the field. It's crazy. If it, it you gotta slow it down when they're watching, you know, and then once they break loose, then a the knee drive comes in. So you said a nah, lot of big backs know. stuff. Like a lot of big bag stuff with running backs and stuff. No, they're not for what? That means their feet are coming off the ground. You know what I mean? You can't just big bags are good if you want to break tackle and stuff like that. But a lot of times, for instance, if you watch David, by the time he gets the ball, shit, he got somebody in the backfield already, you know. So he don't have time to need to, to work, you know. He gotta make a miss. And uh, you know, make you know, Jim McKinnon in the same way, you know. But everything is so reactionary, and I I I I'm in I set everything up like a like it, they're going to get to nine man front. But if we're going to get to nine man front, we give you the ball. What can you do? You know. So I give the totally different situations. Uh, uh, it's pretty fun to watch. And receivers mm. just really just yeah. It, you know, if you look, at, check it out. So running backs and linebackers go hand in hand. Cornerbacks and receivers go hand in hand. O linemen and D linemen go hand in hand. So, um, so everything I do with my linebackers, it's the same thing. Being able to maneuver through traffic. Just like I run, I gotta maneuver through traffic. So if I'm on linebacker, I gotta get the running back. I gotta maneuver through all the traffic. Same thing with the running back, R- like receivers and DBs. Receivers gotta release forward. DBs gotta master footwork going back. You know, people make it so over. They overcomplicate the, the the technique part and the footwork mechanic part of a receiver and defensive back. The main job is don't let the dude get outside your arms. You know what I mean? He gotta stack back up. So as long as you- Matt, if Odell, if I'm lined up with Odell right now and I'm and I'm I'm splitting him, I'm splitting Odell half a man. If Odell steps to the right, if the DB steps to the right, he can't go nowhere. You know? So if Odell pushes the vertical, I take a step back, he still can't go anywhere. Why? Because I'm in front of him. He can't run through me. You know, and open your arms up and he can't run outside those arms, you know. So you gotta do something to get him off his off his off balance, moving one way, and then you know, and it takes a lot of a different type of things, you know. Uh, a lot of I might do an outside, I might do a, a quick speed up speed release, but if that defensive back recovers, we got to have a, a secondary release. I, I work a lot of secondary releases. A lot of guys, I don't see a lot of guys doing that. I'm always in oh shit mode. Always. That's how you got to train these guys. You know, because it's, it's it's it can't be cookie cutter. Because once you say hut, you know, everybody goes everywhere. So it's hard to kind of it's hard to kind of kind of like Make it roll, you know, like a lot of guys do this. I mean, like a lot of coaches might have to do this running back drills, but that, in a game that's not gonna be like that, Everybody be all over the place. So, so I, I you know, I, I saw, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's tough. Um, uh, but working with some interior linemen like Roy Robinson Harris and Danielle Hunter and Ed Oliver, they helped me out with running backs as well, you know. Um, uh, mm. receivers and you know, Ooh. receiving DB the same thing, man, you know. Um, but but overall, best footwork. DB is, is there slate by far. By far. I like slay, to slay. hear
2: that. I like to hear that. All right. You see that drill, definitely... you see that
1: drill I did with Slate? Mince I had him <coughs> put a hole length of my field. I was like, he had a hit a he had a pedal, he had a, you know, transition to a shuffle. I might say pedal again, I might say shuffle, 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 pedal. He's doing that while his feet never really turn and I open up and he runs. But I'm running at him am I gotta pull the video up. It's of my facility, I'm literally running at him. That just tells you how well Slay's, Slay's feet are like hands. I mean, and his hips are on a swivel, but he can pattern match any receiver in the league going backwards. I mean, he's, Back I mean, he's, 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 yeah. That's why I like number top high favorite DBA. Yeah, he is. Yeah.
2: He's, he's up there. there. Yeah, he's definitely, yeah, I think he's top yeah. five. Definitely oh, yeah. top oh, yeah. five. But that, that's oh, def- yeah. that is, that is definitely some cool stuff there about wide receivers and running backs and they are very unique and, and so different and you got to watch them with a completely different mentality because they're, they're going to do completely different things. So definitely yeah. cool. Jim. Yeah, man. So, um, I know
0: this is going to be a pretty generic question, but like for, for young kids getting into the game in the high school level, maybe not sure about exactly what position they're going to focus on going forward. What would be like, uh, the best thing for them uh, to work on or to think about in terms of, of their footwork? Like, is there, like, a generic drill, like, you, you start off with for regardless, like, you know what I mean, when a high school kid comes to you?
1: Well, well man, football football's king down here in Texas, man. Um, so when I get – a lot of my guys are in high school. I'll be having them since they're, like, little. You know what I mean? Like, I can't tell you how many I've see go and take all the to the NFL, man, you know uh like i just work we work the basic mechanics right you know just coordinate you know so we do some ladder stuff i'm gonna do some quick octagon stuff you know if you watch a lot of the stuff that i do drill wise the movement that we're doing is, is the movement that they have to do with, at their position you know and so uh I, I just work on like just working on basic body control you know working on agility working on moving in short area uh, quickly to short area uh a lot, you know, a lot of high school kids are heavy footed. They don't know how to. They don't even know how to. Some of them don't even know how to run. So I just stick to the basic stuff. You know, a couple hurdles stuff. You know, but a lot of just short, short area quickness stuff. A couple uh, cone drills, uh, change direction drills, uh, 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 hip flipping drills, stuff like that. I just work. I just work the the feet, the hips, the balance, and the body control, and the change direction. But once you get all that going, now you can start going into all right, position they work, but b- position they play. Then start easing up. I do everything in a progression series. So, if you play receiver, the first thing I work on is most people work on routes. I work on releases first. at The beginning. All right, let's get open first before we get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's figure out how to get off the defensive back first, and then we can go into our route. And then we go to the apex of the of the route. Uh, and I work on like break point mechanics. And then we go into, like catching the ball. You know, I don't use a lot of footballs in my and a lot of my work until like close to the season. Because in the younger guys, the high school guys, they're all so worried about getting to the route that they'll get everything else technique and mechanic wise a, of, of, of getting open. You know, uh, there's their stances, their releases, uh, the uh, what, how to take leverage, um, looking at the demeanor of the defensive back, uh, how to stack, how to stem, you know, uh, what route to run, you know, how to use your eyes. So I teach my high school receivers that stuff as well. Same thing, well, I, you know, and I, I, I'm able to talk to them in a, a way like this one that's been out with me for a long time, the, the, the stuff I use with my pros, I use with – I do the same thing with them. It just makes them – every high school receiver and I got in high school, they don't You can't find a high school DB that can actually really know how to cover. They can run, but can you cover, you know? These guys can't cover. We had them guys going on all over the place. But they're taught. They're fundamentally taught technique, you know, and they understand everything. It's actually kind of – Cheat code, can you think about Courtney Davis, CD Lamb, Mike Woods? I got an Arkansas, uh, Tay Barber. Start, I got so many dudes. If you watch all oh my guys, they're like the badasses at school. <laughs> like, I mean, they're the best receivers at school, they're the best running back at the school. Like, and Kendall Sheffield, uh, Ed Oliver, Kendall Sheffield, Caleb Vaughn, CD Courtney, Shawa Analua. What I've been telling everybody about him to a year, a couple years ago. He's at, he's at the Cowboys, he's a running. he was a running back at TCU 6'3, 230. You know, and um, his stability is unreal, man. I can't wait to coach. I oh, hope Coach McCarthy gives him some reps. But uh, I've been working with this guy since high school. If you get to the college, it's still easy for him, you know, because they're just a step ahead of the game already. So it's just I, I, I'm able to pour that type of knowledge and that mindset of what I'm doing with my pros to my cause to my high school kids and my college guys, so we can get to because that's the level we're trying to get to. I just got different ways of explaining it. I don't
0: like makes sense to him though. Oh yeah, too. too. Fucking sweet.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely cool. Especially like if you're in in high school and you're looking to get somewhere it's like uh, to be spoken to like a pro and to be treated like a pro. That that's the best way to do it or else you're you're never going to you're never going to get your game to that next oh, yeah. level that you need to get to. So, I like that definitely.
1: Hell, yeah.
0: Like it breeds the work ethic, right? Like work like oh, a pro. Yeah. That's what you want to be, right?
1: You want to be mm-hmm. a pro, you gotta. And I and I, I got the opportunity to come and watch some of these guys and stuff too. So, I got some receivers out in high school. So in July, I have them come and watch me work with whoever, whatever wideouts I have. You know, I, I I train everybody. All my pros, we're all working. It's like certain positions. Like everybody's receivers, I might have Miko and shit, uh, kill together. You know what I mean? So I do. So I might have some receivers watch them. All right, all right. if I got some edge rushers, I have them come out there. and want to watch Daniel, or Ed and Oliver. You know, or, uh Devon Tyson. You know, um, I forgot some cornerbacks that have them come out. When I watch training, Xavier and, and Kendall Sheffield, and you know, Lonnie Johnson. You know, who, who, whoever watch how I train them guys. But I don't cut back on them dudes. Man, I got my mindset is like, look, whoever we're, um, whoever we're competing with, they gotta quit the switch positions. You know, so I gotta make sure that if, whenever I get to college, the coach can check out. All right? They all look at measurables first. I look at movement, efficiency, and technique. Go by that first, you know. I don't look at the length, okay, you know. But especially a corner man, over, you don't want you don't want no six two, six three, six four corner. You don't want that's too damn tall. If you look at the if you look at the best corners in the league, Darius Slay five eleven, Joe Hayden five ten. Shit, uh, 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 Xavier six, about six even. Denzel Ward five eleven, Sheffield, five ten. Man, you got some elite. Defensive backs, man, that are not tall, but they, the movement, efficiency, and their technique, they're dogs, you know. So I try to put that. I, I still let them in my high school kids as well.
2: I like that, yeah, because like, I one be of awesome. the one of the things that I preach is like you need to have skills that translate to the NFL level. If you, if you don't, the skills it don't matter how you measure because you're just not going to succeed. So you can watch tape. You can crunch film all you want on these guys and say, I don't know. I don't know if I like this guy. He's too short. Or if I like this guy, he looks, he's got slow feet or something like that. But it's like, if you don't have like the skills and all you're looking at is the metrics, then you're not going to translate. Like we've seen some freak athletes translate to the NFL, but at the end of the day, you, you you can't teach athleticism but you you yeah. can teach skill but but it's yeah. better if you come with the skill that skill set that you can just jump right into the NFL and and you work with what you got so that that's a big that's a good point that you make
1: the margin for error in NFL is real slim
2: mm-hmm. very
1: slim you know so like if a receiver and a DB are going to get together, each other, they need a little bit of separation. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be skillful. You can't – I'm like, you don't – they, they think about the size of receivers. You know, I hear them talking about – well, people ask me why do I think – why am I picking guys like Jalen Darden, Jalen Waddle? you know, from Houston, and then, like, you know, Jamar Chase. Why do I think they're going to be top – I'm saying they're like, they see all could be receiver one. Why? Because all the NFL defensive backs I train, they're gonna have more trouble with them than a big receiver. You know, some guys mm-hmm. are shifty, they're sudden, they're quick out of the break, they're too dynamic, they're too slippery. You can't get, you can't lay a finger on them. You know, like, I mean, those, those, those are the guys that, that they fear. They don't, they don't fear big receivers, man. They don't.
2: So you, so don't. you're telling me that the people who are making a scene about Jalen Darden's 4-4 time or uh, 40 time should just stop talking about the 40 time. Hey, watch hey, the hey, tape. Watch <laughs> the skill. Put a DB, hey, Absolutely.
1: I mean, hey, whatever DB they want to draft, whatever defensive back they want to draft, <laughs> put, put, put them in for Jalen. I bet Jalen will rip them up. But, but look, I thought Cedar ran a four five five. Uh, the Raiders coach, I mean, you ran 4 5, five Okay. I told him he's still is the best receiver in the draft. You know, like he catch ability, catch radius. He can release the whole nine. Sure enough, runs over the time. I run people, think track. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that. Now like, you got to release. Like, you got, you got to figure out. No, you can't run in front of them. I mean, you can't, you can't run through them. So you can't run around them either. So you know, I, I know, like and Jalen's the same way. You know, like I know he has, he had Jaylen has everything. I'm telling you, the dude is unreal. He's very sudden at the line. You ain't gonna be able to get a finger on them, you know? I won't see many defensive backs really, you know, they don't really hard. They don't really, in the, in the NFL, they don't really shoot hands like uh, right out the back. They, you know, they wait the receiver makes a move, then they throw, might throw a hand, you know? Uh, Jalen, just so, Jalen Waddle and Jalen Dart, I'm telling you, man, them dudes, they, they just, they're so quick. Release quickness that they can get skinny, they can drop the shoulder and just, I'll tell you, man, I've been watching them dudes, man. High school. I mean, and I just, I just know what they do. Yeah, I, don't I know love why that. I more. love that,
2: man. As as an Eagles fan, I know they're looking at Waddle, and and I mean, I I'm not Howie. I just do mock drafts for fun. But man, I, I had Jalen Darden late, like in some mocks, because I mean, we just lost to Sean Jackson. Like we need someone who's quick and then he's going to burn down the field and, and Jalen Darden's that type of guy that I'm just like, Oh man, he looks some good in midnight green. Let me tell you.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Y'all love Jalen Darden, man. You know, my boy, you know, my boy Jalen regular <laughs> over there too. He's going to have a healthy year. He's like healthy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, but Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle work as well, you know? So you got, I got some speed over there. If you gotta get one of them, Jalen Waddle, he, he got, he, he, he got a vertical man. He can leap his ass off, man. I don't know if anybody knows how he can jump Like he literally two hand jam, and he's a he can get up there. <laughs> so he's another one, you know. Love uh, it. Yeah. Well, they're they're gonna overanalyze it and go get. Well, I, don't, I don't even know the receivers. But if they're talking about Devontae Smith being 160 pounds. I'm like Miko was 175 pounds, and nobody, you know, what I mean like.
2: What do they, the weight
1: might have nothing to do with anything, you
2: know. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, like, mm. yeah. The nah, I fun. love
2: it. I love it. No, I, 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 think the same way. I, I think like, like I said, translatable skills, and and you don't have to stress some of those other things. Some, no, you don't have to stress every little metric. But speaking of uh, NFL to college football, if you could bring one rule from the NFL to the or from NFL to college, um, what rule would you bring? And, uh, and why? I know you work with some people who Gee. you probably have to figure it out. I wouldn't want to bring no rules then. I
1: don't want <laughs> oh, no rules, man. My God, leave. Hey. Man, I talked to Odell after the Cleveland Browns-Jets game. I'm like, the dude's better take off his visor. I'm like, hold up. There's like 10 dudes with dark visors. I'm like, God, you can't touch the quarterback now. They'll fine you $25,000. One of my boys, Daniel Hunter, I think it's Daniel. I forgot what game it was. Had the quarterback wrapped up, ended up letting him go because Janeele was gonna slam him. Man, quarterback, he let him go just thinking they were gonna blow a whistle. Man, dude, got out the pocket, threw a touchdown. I mean, I don't know if I want to bring the up. Janeele pissed because dude, if you would have tackled
2: dude.
1: The way he came at him, he came out so strong, almost on block. He beat the he beat the left tackle and just he started to wrap him up. He let him go. Man, but... I remember I that. Know. It looked like he was going
0: to slam him. It looked like he was going to land, like, full body weight, and he just kind of let him go. And I was like, oh, my yeah, God, yeah. he let him go. <laughs>
1: Can I get the fine Clay Matthews, like, two times prior to? Clay was pissed. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would have took the fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so, the rules, man, there's not many rules. I don't... I don't... Uh, I just... I just, man, I don't know, man. I I don't... The NFL rules, man, they're strict. <laughs> you know, at least in college... Don't rule, this is what i think. Well, instead of getting fined in college, you get, you get a missus. i, I that, hey, that whole targeting rule, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, man. That whole targeting rule, man, Um, in college. The reason being because a lot of those rules, man, one of my boys, Donovan Wilson, he's a safety for Cowboys now. Like, he would hit so hard, but the receiver would just duck his head. So, it's like Donald is – Right head placement, but he can't help the receiver dust his head. He got kicked up like three games, man. Like, he missed, a, he missed the first half of like three games over target and stuff. So, but in NFL, if you do that, you get fine. So, oh, oh, it's hard. That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I don't know anything. I don't know. Yeah, the world, <laughs> each, each,
2: each league has its own weird niches and, and differences. And, and like, I mean, the targeting rule, I've seen a few. Like, sometimes it's just a hard hit. And it's just a matter of perception of the referee, and it looks worse than it actually is, and then they slow it down, and it's like, Well, this is something that we're gonna have to talk about tomorrow, kind of situation. Same with the NFL and the, the protecting of quarterbacks yeah. and stuff, like each each game has its weird little niches that need to be fixed by. I mean, at the end if of the you know,
1: day, I get those rules, check those rules out. I look at them rules. I'm like, you know what? If I'm a referee, if I'm gonna do big you can't hit the quarterback because if you take quarterback out, you're going down. You ain't gonna win. You know, you know a quarterback getting hurt is a bit is huge. And then, like any kind of target rule, I mean, like it's fifteen yard penalty. because a top guy can be, I don't know, is it fifteen? I don't know what it is, but like, like I look at, I don't know, man. So it's just, it's just weird rules. And I'm like, man, these dudes must, these must have got money in the line or something, man, because these, this this stuff don't make sense. You know, <laughs> I, when I watch Jared Goff run like thirty yards, like what the. I go no wonder Jared got run to the yards. He don't anybody nobody touch him. <laughs> I run the ball all day too. I we mean, nobody nobody's ever seen Jared run the ball until the rule, no quarterback t- rule comes out. I don't know. Just, I'd don't like, like to it,
0: see though. like overtime in the NFL be like college. That's I'd like to see yes. the NFL adapt that.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And, and like. Because the, the reason I, I was thinking about this question is because, like, there is, like, one rule from each I would like to bring, and it's the overtime from the CF or from college football to the NFL. Yeah. And it, it bothers me so much in the, in college. This rule is my entire life I was told, like, college is supposed to, like, breed men and, and well, young adults for the real world. Why the fuck is it one <laughs> foot down in college for for wide receivers?
1: <laughs> hey, that's the easy shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, that, I, I don't understand that either. It's like, why can't? I'm like, why? Well, like, the next step is pros. It like, nothing get just. Great. Right. The next step is is,
0: is is pros.
1: <laughs> so what happens is they get to the NFL. What happens? The boys don't know what they're doing. In the end zone, they don't get both feet in. They only get one in. The other one, they long shot. I've seen that shit happen so many times. I'm like, oh, you don't work on you don't work on a Toe drag, girl. You know, so it drives um, me
0: nuts, drives me nuts. That's the one rule I'd like to bring from the NFL to college level is two feet down because I've seen a lot of guys that they can't get that second foot down. They, they hit the white line when they're trying to drag, they can't drag. Like that's something, Oh my God. Some, do you actually, that's something I want to, prompt uh, to ask you on your receivers. Do you work on toe drags?
1: Oh yeah. I do that all day. I do. I do back shorter toe, ta- toe drags, corner to end zone, toe drags, uh, uh, what I do, I do something where I, I'm throwing a ball, like one of my coaches will throw the ball, and I have a towel on the arm. I I'm, Like I have a towel right here, so the arms are right here. So once they go up, I'll pull it down, right? So they gotta fight for the ball, I can contest the catch while I get two feet in. If you look at the, my, the width of my field, it's like 28 inches, 28 feet. Yeah. It's I'm 60 by 28, the so 60 by 30. So you can't, a lot of stuff we're doing like is right there. On the, on the goal line, you know, um, I gotta show you some training videos, man, of me throwing so many crazy balls in a corner where CD has to adjust to them. Because I ain't a good quarterback, if you want a good catch in the booth, you <laughs> have a quarterback, <laughs> so I'm throwing it in the spot. And CD gotta look for it. You want, get the you want to get the Vikings, Andy Dalton yeah. was fade route, right? It was a fade ball, CD's gonna be like, What the, fuck the ball at, and then dude just turned inside and made that catch, unreal. I Kiki, yeah, I was gonna Azo, say I've seen up, some
2: though. nice plays by C D Lamb, some nice toe tap and some good ball tracking plays, and all yeah. comes back to you, right?
1: Well, well, the thing is, like I work with my pro guys, my college guys like pros, so we can hear but get you know, but we you we you gotta drill different kind of aspects of the game. So one, one so for instance, I work out with those my, my, my pro receivers, Monday would be all releases, Wednesday would be all breakpoint mechanics. Friday will be all ball drills, every different kind of ball drill, bad ball drill, low ball drill. I got, you know, I don't know if you see anything. I got with the dummies. I got all sorts of different kind of drills to catch the ball. Contested catches, I'm huge on contested catches, and that's something that CD brings. You know, out of the draft pick last year, how many dudes you see go across that middle? Two, CD, Lamb, or Courtney Davis. Courtney's on the Colts. A lot of dudes don't make a lot of contested catches. I don't see many making contested catches. You know, they're all on the perimeter, you know, I remember I remember Judy making nine. Uh you don't see a lot of guys go across that middle. They scared to go, Hey, a lot of boys got nuts going across the middle. You gonna get hit. So
2: definitely. Oh, absolutely you're gonna get
1: hit. In college, man. I try to bring that in college. Look, y'all, y'all gotta show y'all got balls, man. Go up there and go out there and get it. That's something that a lot of college coaches have always been like. I like to contest the catches. You know, that these guys are, and I do some contested catcher drills, you know, quarterback those. My QB coach would throw a ball, turn them on, I'm like, I'm hitting it with a pad, boom. You know, just kind of give them a kind of a real life look.
2: Yeah, and you definitely see it. You definitely see it like there's a lot of guys who come out of college who who they're like called contested catch guys. And, like, I mean, I guess the Eagles have one of the worst in recent memory with J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Um, but, like, yeah. they, they look so good going over these DBs in college who are smaller or just big guys with no speed or something. And then they come to the NFL, and it's a whole different ballgame. And I think that's why a guy like J.J., it just didn't translate because <sighs> – he wasn't actually a contested catch guy like people thought he was, or a red zone monster like people thought he was. I want to see you like yeah. snatching the ball out of the hands of the DB. Like yeah, I want him to have a hand on the ball
0: when and you taking it out for like true yeah. contested catches.
1: You know who's good at let me tell you who's a sleeper in the draft, man. And I have been I've been cool with him since the since the American game. All right, he played for Stanford. Hey, you, uh, y'all, gotta really watch your tape on. He, Is Toco. it John? So, no, Fioco. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, He Fiocco. Oh, yeah, he went. He went to. He went to Korea for like two years. But he was all. He was an Army All American. If you watch his play, then he has some of the best hands. Aggressive at the point of attack. I mean, he reminds me of Dez Bryant when he high points balls. I mean, he's aggressive. You know, he is a sleeper. Whoever gets him, I'll tell you, he is – you got to really watch him. Simi he's an, he's another boys.
2: guy I kind of want in Philadelphia. I know we keep coming back to that, but, like, there's so many <laughs> needs in Philadelphia on the wide receiver of the ball. Like, we could take a guy like Simi Fijoko. We could take a guy like Jalen Waddle. We could take a guy like Jalen Darden. And, and you know what? They could all fit, and they could all make it. But you have, y'all already have m- a lot of
1: Jalen Darden and Jalen Waddles, though, right now. If you think about the kid from Boise State, y'all have tire, right? Oh, you got one from Mississippi State. No, no. uh, uh we got, yeah, we got John
2: Hightower and we got Quez yeah. Watkins. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and you got
2: uh, <laughs> Jalen Rager, Jaylen. Travis Fulgham.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. got
0: a bunch of wide receivers. You guys, just, you need, need an alpha wide receiver.
1: Yeah, see, I'm real cool. I'm real cool with the receiver, there, the Eagles wide receiver coach, because the Eagles wide receiver coach was uh, Courtney Davis coach for uh, Texas a and uh,
2: mm-hmm. nice. I love it. I love it. I'm drawing. I'm drawing down, down oh, Semi Fioko
0: as my sleeper pick now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: yeah, hey, you got it Was Jalen go Darden. Darden. Love it. Yeah,
0: Jalen, 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 Jalen Darden hey, oh, was, my, Jalen was my sleeper. But people are hyping him now, man. Like he's getting hype now. Like I can't get him everywhere. People are on him.
1: Yeah, Jalen Darden. He yeah, he's he, Jalen the baller, man. He's doing real good. I mean, stuff that he can do. Do special. You know, I'm real cool with his agent. His agent is the same agent as Courtney Davis. Um, and, uh, and the so I mean, he, so him he's dude, the baller. I know I there's, a, there's a few guys, man, like, uh, Trey, uh, Trey, Gatton, uh, Trey going from, uh, uh, University of Sister Florida. I yeah.
0: I love him. He doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough hype either. Uh, when yeah. everyone's talking about JC Horn, who I love and Sir 10, they're not talking about. JC CB one. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying he's not, but. Too.
1: Jason Ward one, Gallon, But, but Gowan
0: doesn't get talked about with 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 the other ones, and it's disappointing to me too. I'm like a closet uh, UCF <laughs> fan, man. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been realizing him. this. Like I, I'm an Auburn fan, really, but like, man, like I, I love oh, Gowan. Like I was, yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: my boy's up there, quarterbacking. Hey, uh, Demetrius Davis. Ooh. He's a, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he won. I mean, he he won. Two national two state championships down here a, at a North Shore High School. He is bad. He's a badass. He is very good. He was the same school as Kevin Tyson and uh you know Eric Monroe. Like he's he's a he's, he's an Auburn uh freshman. But uh, uh he is like JC Horn is the best man press coverage corner I've seen in college. I watched him in man, I watched him playing off, and I mean I watched him just mimic these dudes routes, step by step. I mean, technique flawless. Mechanics false. Same thing with McGowan. I know, like a Sonny Samuel Jr. and Patrick Sertan, they're good, but a lot, of, a lot from the, what their dad did is is gonna be play a lot of a lot of. It's gonna be a big role in them getting drafted, like before those guys. But Trey gonna have a lot along your to NFL because one, if you, his mindset. If you think about Trey McGowan, like his, he got a little daughter, and he's it when I hear him talk I'm like he's already grown up right? he's not on the fool stuff he's already grown up he has to make it for his daughter he gonna have when he whatever team he goes to he's gonna have a lot of success on it because he's already mentally here I'm gonna have him after the after the uh the draft I, I'm gonna tighten up where he goes off to wherever he's going.
2: <laughs>
0: I like it. Yeah. I love that. I love, I love to that. hear that, man. Like I said, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Like, I was telling like the boys, I'm a, I must be like over the last couple of years, like a a closet UCF fan because like I said, I love Gowan. Like Gabe Davis is another guy, like I'm a big fan of. Yeah, um, just been watching, right? So I'm, I'm like, really all did. these guys, like I'm just I'm looking around, I'm like, all these guys are from Central Florida. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I must yeah. be must be my other team. Yeah, oh, we awesome. got
1: some good guys coming out of you know Florida.
0: Absolutely. Big town
1: pool down there. I think we got a big we got we got a big big town pool down here in um Texas, you know. Um you know, a lot of guys, we don't have too many guys that go out of state that much. Like the water went out of state to you know to Bama. Uh Kyle Trash is from T- uh, Texas. Uh you know, you know Kyle Trask, Barry King was <laughs> the same high school. <laughs>
0: I'm a huge There's Charles Ross guy. Oh here we go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just naming oh, everybody he loves is, Derrick right Derrick now.
0: King I like that, that man it's like, you're naming everybody yeah. I love.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, well, Yeah. Um so like Charles. high school, man. So Kyle uh, Cabal. Yeah, him and Derek him and Derek King the Miami.
2: He'll come out next year. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. 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 So you've, def- you've worked with some legends for sure. So who's left the biggest impression on you and, and, and why? Could be training, could be uh, personal?
1: Well, I think Odell left the big because he's, he once I was with Odell, I'm living in LA for a month, you know. So Odell does things, like he got his, he had me up there, he had his track guy, Ricky Morgan had his, you know, recovery people, had, you know, chef. I mean, Odell does things. When he trains, I'll tell you, it's, it's like a lot of my guys, it's, it's Dude's locked in and he got everybody there. When we go to work, but then with Odell for a month, hanging with him, talking to him, stuff like that. You realize he's just the biggest misunderstood person in the world. The dude is very genuine, authentic, real, hard worker. He gives a lot to like kids, like uh, uh for clicks seven on seven stuff. Like, I mean, Odell is a he just misunderstood. I think they, they misunderstood his his uh passion for the game as as cockiness, you know what I mean? But I'll tell you one, like. When you play wide out, you gotta go with some you gotta be on that line with, with some confidence. You know what I mean? You you go out there, the most successful athletes in the NFL you got like you know, they're highly confident, you know. Um we just misunderstood, man. But uh, all my guys are great guys, but he, he left the biggest impression, man. I, we really got to I really got to know him know him, man. You know, man, dude's cool, cool Jimmy dude, very hard working dude. I mean, we're catching five hundred footballs off the drug machine after every workout. You know, people wonder why he got sticky hands. Was, oh, he got four XL hands. yeah, he, he does got big hands, but the dude works. Works. I mean, like I'm talking about catching a ball from different angles on the jug machine every day after the practice, man. I mean, every work after every workout. No complaints. The man, the dude practices what he preaches. You know, he just don't sit out there and work rely on his gifts. This gifted, you know, fast. But his the things he does, I mean, y'all see them snatch balls off people's head, catch one-handed off balance. What Man, there's not many people that can do that. He did it twice, <laughs> you know, against, three, <laughs> against the Cowboys.
2: Um, before right, we it, move on, to, so yeah, yeah. Before we move on to our next question, I we actually have a question from a viewer about a wide receiver at a Texas named JoJo Earl, and he asked, "Have you watched with watched him or worked with him?"
1: Uh, no, I heard the kid. I think he's at a. Alito High School. I, I heard him, but I haven't, uh, I haven't been able to watch him. I, don't, I think he's still, he's still in high school, I believe.
2: Yeah, he committed I, to I, Alabama. I, I, heard, I heard him. Yeah, definitely a, a name to potentially watch in the years coming, I guess. Five, nine and a half, one seventy, 170, huh? Sounds uh, yeah. definitely a little shorter <laughs> than Devontae <laughs> Smith, but there's a body tell type there.
1: I, I'm going to say I would have no more receiver in, in, a, in a college football about to be. My I, My boy. His name is DeMond Demas. He's at Texas A&M. All right, 6'4", 190, 4'3", jumps 45. And you ever see that Nike opening where the kid in the back flip and just kind of like levitating? Right, that's, that's DeMond Demas, all right? Very special. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a freshman at A&M, but he is, he is the freakish. He is, I'll tell you, comparison, Julio Jones. Y'all see what I'm talking about when y'all look him up. It's Julio.
0: Oh, I'm looking him up right, up. right now.
1: <laughs> the, the, the holy. Demond Davis, six four, about one ninety. Jump, he can run. Fearless, freak. I mean, he runs the ball like he's five ten. Man, he's that's the know, board. The name of Demond Davis.
2: Yeah, he's definitely he de- yeah, be definitely ranked that. extremely high. <laughs> know, so that that'll, that'll be that. <laughs> taking a note uh jim you got the oh, next yeah, that, question that there
0: yeah yeah i was just taking some notes here man i'm getting schooled um <laughs> sorry footwork uh is obviously a pivotal point right and you're and you're obviously the king so i was just particularly wondering uh what position on the nfl field do you really feel um it's the most important to get the footwork down like whether it's say the the rb trusting his feet getting shifty uh, in tight spaces like you are saying, whether it's the wide receiver where wasted steps you can't get off of press coverage or, like, the cornerback mm-hmm. where you like, get your hips flipped so you can get a big play and cost you the game.
1: All right. Footwork is important. I'll tell you one. Quarterbacks. You watch all them off-throws at Baker Mayfield; the feet were bad. <laughs> I mean, a quarterback' feet got to be on point. Like, their drop steps, their toes, and that is one of the biggest things like, not many of those guys can throw our platform um, Like Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. I don't know how Mahomes does it. Mahomes is able to throw our platform and be accurate. But if they're doing, like, a really five-step drop, seven-step drop, three-step drop. You know, like, their footwork for quarterbacks has got to be on point. A lot of that stuff times up with the routes. Uh, and and, and uh, defensive backs, you know, defensive backs do everything in reverse. You know, so they're not running. They're doing everything and going backwards. So they got some of those. Their footwork has to be on point. You just can't run. You can't be a 4-3 or 4-2 dude to play deep to the back. You know, you got to have – you got to be a quick-footed, loose-hip, cover specialist, you know, good eyes, football IQ, you know, man press scoring, know how to press, you know not to bail, squat defender, off defender. Um, like, that's a hard position because you don't know the route. You, you, you got to really, you know, run that run that route for him. you know, going backwards and stuff. So that's a, that's a tough – you know, line of, two you know, lateral directional movement for linemen. They got to have good – they got to – really all positions, you know. A lot of times if you see anybody get beat, an old lineman beat a D tackle or DN beat a, a low lineman, probably somebody got to step ahead of the other person, you know. Mm. Uh, same thing with receivers, you know, DBs, you know. When somebody gets beat in that little box, it's probably somebody's footwork quicker than the others, you know. Running backs, you know, make a guy miss, make a guy go this way, you know. So it's, it's, it all starts from the ground up. You know, people put more people put more emphasis on like speed and strength and all that, but I'm like movement matters. It starts with the feet. <laughs> you know, like hmm. everything is footwork. Everything starts with the feet. Everything you have to have proper steps. The quarterback's got proper drop steps. The receivers got proper steps when they get into the route and on the break. The running back's got you know, it's all footwork in traffic. DB's gotta have controlled feet because they're they're skating going really going backwards, you know. So yeah, that's that's what I bring like to the game, and you know, being able to work with every position helps me out with every position. You know, being able to train receivers helps me big time with DBs, vice versa. You know, because I know how each. I, eat. I can watch. I've done this so much for so long that I can literally watch. If somebody gets beat, I can tell you exactly what happened, just like that. Yeah, slow it down. It could be a forward issue. It's easy. You know, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's never a speed issue, it's always something to do with feet, you know. I watched Rashawn Gary come up the edge, right? Against uh against the Bears. He made the tackle kick vertical. No, he made the tackle kick out, he gave Rashawn Gary a two-way move. All right, Rashawn Gary, oh uh, stuck out here. A lineman took that bait, Rashawn. Oh, inside. I mean, heavy the line ain't gonna get there. It doesn't matter what technique uh, he was, but if you're a lineman, you got to be able to mirror that. You got to mirror mirror that guy, you know. So, uh, let's do Trent. Trent, Trent. But Trent got good feet. I'm actually, I hope, I hope to work with Trent this summer. He lives out here too in Houston. Trent Williams, Trent a beast, man. Yeah, hey, Trent, Trent calls. <laughs>
2: That's True odd. That, that is definitely that's so that's definitely so cool. I mean, they're definitely every position as it sings. I mean, I've always had a, a thing for cornerbacks and a lot of respect for them because so much, especially as as the league becomes more pass heavy, so much lands on their shoulders and all it takes is just a small move by a wide receiver and, and they're they're burnt and they're sitting on the bench and they're done for the game and stuff like that. I just, I always found that position would be just so crazy difficult to play. Like with it the is. high football IQ, the good footwork, the ability to mirror, the ability to mirror like Jay, like a guy like JC Horn, you talk about that ability to mirror. You don't see that often in any cornerback classic. Like that is super impressive. And that's just high football intelligence. And that's just always so much. I've never played football in my life. I mean, I'm a tiny guy here. So, um, but like, I always had so much respect for corners, man. And the more you see it passing becoming an essential part of the game, the more I'm sitting there like, damn, corners got it tough. But it, when they're good, they are you watch, good.
1: You're Dare Slay. Dar- Slay. Watch
2: their Slay. Watch their Slay against Terry McLaurin. Dare
1: Slay. <clears throat> I guess, man, if the video, I'm going to see y'all Dare Slay versus Terry McLaurin two years ago or whatever. I think I'm not sure. Watch Slay match some pattern for pattern. It's crazy. It's
2: crazy to watch. He ran the it's gauntlet like this year. I <laughs> felt bad for Slay. He, he was, I think he was fighting with some injuries, and then he dealt with like Thomas and then Metcalf. And and he ran the gauntlet, let me tell you. And we had no support on the other side of the field for him. So I, I feel for him. Um <laughs> zero. Zero. Hey, yeah. no
1: support back there. I don't know what was that. Shit. <laughs>
2: Jalen yeah, Mills yeah. Jalen Mills too. Oh man, oh man. Oh why I could talk sucks. all night. The defense,
1: the, the, the defense don't suck. The defensive scheme sucks because Jerry Avery should all be a linebacker. You know, mm-hmm. run like man, they they were numbers cover two, ran man. The defense was weird, man. You were running cover like it so was a very guys.
2: specific defense, cover two focus with the front a massive focus on the front four. And if the front four weren't creating pressure if collapsed around them, everybody. And that was just Jimmy Schwartz man. Got
1: good pass rush. Well every good secondary got good good pass rush. You know, and them Mm -hmm. them not giving Jennard is a very good pass rusher. I don't man, I don't like dude okay. He's killing.
2: listen, you you Trust me, me, I've been a, an Eagles fan <laughs> for for I, over a decade now. Let me tell you, you you scratch your head, I scratch my head about daily about the Philadelphia Eagles. So don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> um, well, I'm doing I was
1: I do with the Bears too, man. So yeah, I was with the Bears. I got to talk to Coach Nagy though uh, a couple weeks ago. I got to talk to him on Facetime. Get Alshon training Dave Montgomery. I'm like, dude, you can get the. The ball to David like put out thirty times a game. Y'all probably win a lot of games, but <laughs> like David gets tempo, he's taking like, no. out. I'm like, dude, he's a volume back. The more carries he gets, the better he's gonna get. If you can't go put Cordell Patterson in there and someone sweep it outside, it ain't gonna work. I don't know. But <laughs> oh, I'm like I like, dude, I dude, I want these coaches like ask me, coach, like what is they, what are they not looking at? Like I don't understand what they're not looking at. Like, find mismatches, put, you know, the, put a receiver, too. I mean, like he had so much talent out there. He didn't know what to do with it. But I don't
2: know. He, Love it. That That is hilarious. That yeah. is so great. The same mentality we all have with coaches sometimes. <laughs> um, the Um So the NFL recently went from 16 to 17 games, and there's a lot of talk about the impact that's kind of on the bodies, especially of running backs and stuff stuff you've worked with some players who've played through injuries or made comebacks from major injuries do you believe the concerns for an extra game are very real for players and their bodies what do you think nfl teams will do to help lessen the impact on some of their top weapons and i mean i think we have an opinion on the most effective position being running back but what's your opinion on what position will be most affected by an added game and this added (coughs) mileage (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, it can be uh, 10 game season, 11 game season, 2 game season. My pro dudes go all bitch about it. Oh, 20 games. They all, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they all go bitch about it, dude. I'm like, so you already know, I've I, I been hearing a bitch about it. The 17 games. I'm like, y'all ain't going to go to preseason. I'm like, dude. Hey. But they were the less games possible. for this. <laughs> but uh, they, um, I don't know, man, they're kind of, pre- players are protected now, man. Like, you know, the, you know. So uh, it's it's it's, it's tear in the body because the recovery times out, it, you know, is you got Thursday night games now. So, I mean, so you got you might have a Saturday game, Monday night game, Thursday night game. They hate Thursday night game. They I have not had one of my pro guys that like Thursday night games. It's not enough for recovery. We don't like
0: Thursday night games.
1: They hate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they. So it they just it just it's it's. So being having 17 games, I mean they're gonna someone will probably take they'd be surprised how many of them will not play, you know. That's the cool thing about fantasy. With fantasy, sometimes, I'm like, I don't play it, but I'm like, if I did play it, I'd probably be pretty good at it. Because some of the dudes they say are injured, they're really not injured. They're just taking it just. I, I call my boys all the time. I got top dudes. I'd be like, hey, you're not playing? Hey, like, man, you're not playing today, like man centers. So uh, probably not, man. I'll top play next week. But the a fantasy on um, fantasy be like. He's gonna be playing. Then last minute, y'all know he's not playing. But I've been on the entire week; he went playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like load, like it's like I load did. management in in basketball. <laughs> just, you, just you just don't realize it, but it's happening. Yeah. It's happening.
0: Yeah, it has to happen. It just doesn't get yeah. told so about, or exactly talked about, right?
1: Don't mm. get talked about, man. It's crazy how many times they sit there and let everybody know, like. It's not the player. The player's probably already, like, told the coach and whatnot. But, or, but if they don't say it until, like, it's, like, start him or sit him. I'm, like, do y'all know this dude's not playing? Like, they're saying it, like Debo saying I was, like, Man, I know Debo's not coming back, you know, like, right now. Like, just talk to Debo. Say his handshake he hurt. Y'all say they, they got him on her, like, on start him or sit him. Some people are him. I'm, like, he ain't playing. This is before the game started, though, you know. So they probably didn't know he was dressed up, but he didn't play. I knew he wasn't playing. He told me he wasn't going to play. <laughs> you know, so.
2: Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you got the next one, Jim? Yeah, man. So
0: um, for me, I was just wondering real quick, uh, for 2021 in this class, uh, who would be the best, in your eyes, the best pure running back in this class? And then if you were to look at the 2020 class, which was, it that's a really, really good class and the 2021 class. Like, what were the biggest differences that you noticed? Is like one class far superior or seemed pretty
2: even to you? 2020
1: uh, 20 class, uh, last
2: year's class. Clyde Edwards Hilary. Yeah, I think, Dillard, a more I
1: think about-
0: Jonathan Taylor.
1: Oh, yeah, Calemon Tyson, JT, yeah. uh GD. Grant Delpit, man, 2020 class was that. Uh, but Trey trade the best running back in That's probably one. All right. Trey Sermon. Yeah, we're not going wrong with Trey Sermon. I promise you. you know, there it you know, is. is. Look, look, look. But look, <laughs> look if you if you if, if people really analyze his game film stuff like that and analyze everybody like everybody else's as far as like Travis Eaton and like Travis Eaton is not really an agile running back. He got a lot of power. But can he create? If I get a ET, can he create? If, you know, you don't really see him making dudes miss. You know, once he gets going, but you got to get going first. But in NFL, it's like going be like that. Everything closes quickly. You know, Trey can, is very elusive. He can get the ball and pick and slide through traffic. You know, make the jump cut you need to get past the second level. Make the cut you need to get past the second level. And then, you know, change, you know, so – he, he's, by far, the, like, he has all that, like, the tools that you're that, that they're looking for. I mean, I've been working on the Steelers. I mean, all my guys are similar to, his, like, the playing style, you know? Um, there's not many. I knew James Carter wasn't like that. I, I, you know, like, I know he's good, but he wasn't, like, he do the ability, man. Like, I, guess I just can see it. And Trey Sermon has that. And I've seen the other running back besides the kid from North Carolina who really has that type of that kind of, that kind of like the suddenness and quick twitch and and foot speed and vision and cutting ability and feel, you know, and, you know, like a pinball, man, through going through there. It just kinda, of, you know, bounce through bounce off defenders. So I mean like Najee, man, uh, he he he's been working. He, he big he he's big. I don't know, I wonder how big he is though now. Yeah, well, I, I think was, he
2: was, was six three, 3 two twenty five. I think he was
0: two thirty at one point. He was listed, but um, you know the I like we'll it because like
1: NFL from college. Pardon? You, like you know that with the first, if you watch running back from CODs when they get to NFL, last year two, you know what they do? <laughs> they cut all that cards weight. Yeah, the they slim down, being big and strong NFL. If you can't move. Yeah, you can't move, you can cut. You gotta be it's about moving efficiency and technique. You can't bully nobody in the NFL. Like it don't matter how big the receiver is over there, dude. That defense at the back going across you got a family for you, dude. I mean it's gonna be doggy dog out here, you know. So all that stuff gets thrown out the window. That's why a lot of guys are just like you be like, man, do they lift weights. I mean they get to the, they get into the position where like they can move the best, you know. So you know, I think Le'Veon might be at 208, you know, playing this year. So I mean, um uh that's what it's about, you know. Now he going to drop. He, he, I don't know when he's going to drop, but, if, man, if I can talk now, i tell him to drop now. <laughs> drop now, you know. Mm-hmm. That's going to be key. Yeah,
0: I like it because, like I Everybody said, like, be with,
1: with all those
0: running backs <laughs> that you said, like Trey Sermon, at least in fantasy drafts, is a lot cheaper than any of those other ones, and, like, like I said, you're talking Najee Harris. He's probably like 104 in fantasy drafts. You're talking Javante Williams. He's probably like 105 to 107. Trey Sermon, you're getting in the second yeah. round, man. And like I've been telling him for for a while, um, do you think the NFL might be a little concerned about his injury history? Like, you think that like GMs are going to be a little scared off well, on that?
1: Yeah, the thing, like, well, he had an ACL injury at, but yeah. An ACL injury, and then he had an injury ankle. And then he gets Bama
2: man doing the wrong
1: it, Man, he's grabbing and She's doing this first play. Uh, it's unfortunate, but the tape talks and any 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 lower injury that they might think he has when they see me him working out here cutting. And sliding and all that kind of stuff, they're going to know he's one of because we, we, they know the NFL dudes know we, we I go out here, man. They, the gyms, the scouts, whoever follow me and stuff, when they see the work that I post on these guys, we go. So, any any kind of limitations or any kind of thing, thoughts about trading that being a cut change direction, they're going to see it for me. And, but he, but he bounced back from every injury. I mean, you know, a lot of guys are injuries. I mean, um, uh, uh it's, it's hard, man, especially you, you're the, the horse on the team, you know, uh, but his tape. From OU and the tape of Ohio State, that's enough for me to, you know. I mean,
0: Oh, me too, right? Like, uh, when they needed I, him and when Ohio man. State needed to close out games, they wrote him, right? Like, that that showed everything to me, and he can do it all. I mean, like you said, they didn't really throw to him, but, like, you can't really knock that on a guy just because he wasn't asked to do it in college doesn't mean he can't do it. Um, like, Melvin Gordon was a big one on that, right? Melvin Gordon <laughs> got knocked big time. Can't catch, can't <laughs> catch. you just never asked to catch. Didn't need to. Yeah. Like that's another thing I try to yeah, tell people: like know. college coaches don't give a shit really about. Like they want to win. Like that's all. Like they they want to win. They don't really care that much about transitioning to the NFL. Like it's wins now, man. So like you don't need a pass to a guy to show his highlights and like, for NFL. Kid, like, uh, why would you?
1: I, that's why I got. That's why I got to showcase this stuff on the uh, during training. Like, one of my kids I've been training since he was nine years old is Isaiah Spiller from a and He is RB1 next year. I shit you not. Go watch 30 on. What? He doing? He killing defenders. He's 6'1", 208 pounds, killing them. I mean, you're going to see blocking ability, elusive through traffic, run after the catch. I mean, you're going to see. Watch Isaiah Spiller, man. Like, he is. He, he, dude. Cutting ability is unreal. He's going to be a man. If he ain't RB1 next year, I don't know who is. But – he can get the ball. He go, you can learn about a receiver too. But Jimbo threw the ball to a lot. His freshman year, he didn't do it so much as like on little swing routes. I'm like, Clyde there was hilarious. LSU. Oh man, Clyde was doing everything. Man, that slot, you running out routes, all that shit. I'm like, damn. I what we need to be at over there. <laughs> they do it. And you know, it feels like it feels like in. Like right
2: there. It feels like in college. It kind of have that like. Change a pace back, they got the power guy that they want to roll with because they could talk about Spiller. Spiller does his thing and he's at AM. And they got what is his name, Ana- 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 Anai and there, the wide receiver, but they kind of use him as a running back as well. Oh, uh, and, and that like sometimes, and but, but same but with Javonta Williams. No, and but same with exactly. I mean, but but the perception is that because that's the majority of what you see out of the guy like Javante Williams. You see him as his power back, he's elusive and stuff. But all the change of pace work, the passing work went to Michael Carter. So it's like yeah. you don't really get to see the full complement sometimes in college because they got three, four, five running backs at all times, whether it be a freshman all the way up to a senior who all have a different role in the offense, it seems. And you just don't get to see the full complement.
1: You really don't, man. Everybody, like a lot of people always say Isaiah's a power back. I'm like, man, Isaiah ran over one person, the dude from Florida. After that, you watch the tape, he was missed. I'm like, man, I don't mm-hmm. never, like, Isaiah knows look, bro. Isaiah knows look, we're not running over nobody, we're running by him. All right. We're taking ankles. And you'll see him making more guys miss than anything, you know. But just because he's tall, you know, thinking power. But um, but what they don't get to see, you know, i make sure I showcase a lot of that, man. Catchability, you know, so because he can catch, he's all around back. He just college gets yeah, you're gonna stick to the script in college. They don't give a shit what you <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm like, uh, that's why scouts on. have
2: a job because they got to figure out the garbage, they got to dig through the garbage and figure out what this guy's got, what this guy we're not seeing that he's gonna have at the NFL level. That's why scouts and stuff do got that job, those full time jobs with teams. You've actually kind of dropped a couple. I want we want to talk about running backs and wide receivers in the upcoming 2022 and 2023 class. Kind of dropped a couple with uh, Spiller and Demis. Um What's oh, um, the? Uh, a... Yeah, he's twenty
1: twenty three.
2: Yeah, you'll be twenty twenty three.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: do you got a? Uh, do you got another yeah. wide receiver running back that they we can look towards in the next couple years? Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, you know it. I got my boy Mike Woods. My boy Mike Woods was Arkansas. The- uh, he just transferred to uh, Oklahoma. All right, Number oh baby,
2: eight, Oklahoma. Oklahoma.
1: He scored two touchdowns against Florida, two touchdowns against. But there have been a lot of quarterback issues at, at Arkansas. Make it out of there, Mike. Mike, if, I've been training Mike and CD for the longest. If you watch Mike Woods and CD, they're both very similar. You know, dreads, size, very aggressive, very aggressive. They do everything violent. They run routes violent. They attack defense violent. They catch the ball violent. They block violent. You know, that's Mike Woods. Is another one, at Oklahoma, Isaiah Spiller, A and R.J. Sneed at Baylor. He'll catch anything to him. Uh, twenty-three, three. I got my boy Sterling Galvin at Texas Tech, number twenty-two, slot. Four, three, Southern quickness. Hey, right. Wes Walker, Danny Manola, Julian. Evan, he he he's all that with the speed. Sterling, up. Mm-hmm. Check him out, Texas Tech. Um, I got Tay Barber over there at TCU, and uh, also Trey Thompson He plays cornerback at TCU. You know, TCU puts out a lot of corners. Chase Thompson will be the one. He need to be hey, the number one nickel corner. Watch him be scrappy. Scrappy. You know, I think TCU might be having TCU going first round this year. But Chase Thompson is another one you need to look at. Uh, it was like a uh Yeah, yeah Mike. Mike. Mike, Isaiah.
2: Well, you definitely yeah, gave I us, us a few to really think yeah, about. Man. I...
0: I'm jotting down notes here. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> what have you, you playing this six, six you, or seven they times?
1: Gonna, they go. I'll tell you. I, I had Last year, I had. All right. Not the past year. The year before. No. I had. Okay. Caleb on Tyson, first round. C. D. Lamb, first round. Grant. Dealt, did Grant go first? Dump it. Grant did go first. Did he? Mm-hmm. I forgot where Grant went. But I had four, mm-hmm. I'm missing, I'm missing one more boy. I had four of my boys in a train that, the got, they went, their are top picks. Where, where am I, they great, you can't go second. I went, but I, had, I, I, got a lot of top picks. Like, uh, you know, I had Ed Oliver. I told everybody about Kendall Sheffield. Everybody, I'm like, man, I've been training Kendall, man. we're Kendall since high school. Kendall's the start cornerback for the the, uh, the Falcons. I'm like, man, like all these start. <laughs> David Hart, Hart, he got drafted on my field. I mean, we're both. He got pissed off. We're pissed off because he got drafted second round. Now he, you know, he just signed a seventy five million dollars. Uh, he signed a seventy five, the five year seventy five mil. Way guaranteed contract. He got drafted on my field. I mean, he his the whole video, he he he's amazing. I've been working with him since high school. I knew he was the best corner in the league. Man, dude had 10 picks this year. 10. <laughs> 10 interceptions. That bubble right there had 10 picks. Hey, I am you to to the Miami. You see that's I'm, not, I'm not doing? Shit, dude. Let's talk about Give me some more money. I had 10 interceptions. Like 10. Who else is having 10 picks? And they just paid him like five years the seventy five mil for the guarantee. But, man, he can go to the vault. He should have went second round. So many corners went before him. But. Man, I love it. I love know. it. Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> I
0: I'm like, I'm just in awe of like listen to these guys <laughs> that you've worked with. I knew you worked with like some legends, don't get me wrong, but like Jesus, I didn't know it was like to that extent. You know what I mean? Like I, I knew you worked with oh, like yeah. Manny Sanders and Lev Bell and, and Sammy Watkins and but like Debo Be- 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 Samuel yeah, and Jim McCann. But like to hear that you've been with these guys like since high school, it, It's crazy, or even sometimes a little bit before. Like that's, it's absolutely crazy to me, man. Like to see that, like, how many people you've seen on that journey make it to the podium is fucking. That's crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy to me.
1: Yeah, I I, I told, I told, I told people about Ed Oliver. I'm like, man, Ed Oliver best D lineman in that draft. I'm like, Ed is a D lineman playing running back. I mean, a a D lineman with running back skills with the strength of a damn. Uh, a strong man, you know, Ed's a country boy, but he moves so fluid. He don't move like you know what. The thing about Ed, I never trained Ed like a D lineman. I always trained him like a linebacker, you know, because he was just the D lineman was just too big and slow for him, you know. So, you know, we worked on get off and stuff like that, but he always trained him, trained him like a linebacker. So his moving skills, when he's in traffic trying to chase the running back down or uh, the quarterback, man, it's unreal. You know, relentless, very relentless. But he, he moves very well in, in, in tight spaces. And, uh, you know, I've been seeing it for so long, you know. I just, I know what to work on these, I know what to work with these guys on that they won't see that nobody else will have when they get to college or, you know. So, work on it from college and then we get to the NFL, you know, everything I on with my pro guys, you know, just take that and start, I'm you start getting more into the game of things, you know, uh, situational stuff, schemes defenses, stuff like that, you know, how to read, read this, you know, all linemen and all that kind of shit. So our corners, our receivers. So it's, you got to get more mental to mental part of it. You can be uh, I more it. athleticism in college.
0: This is absolutely fantastic, man. Um, I'll, I'll
2: pass it over to you there, Jim, if you have any final <coughs> question there before we wrap it up.
0: Uh. You know what? I'm not going to, cause you've pretty much touched on a lot of this stuff. So I'm not going to ask that last question, but I do want to thank you again so much for coming on. I have, uh, I feel, I feel uh, like a welcome? little bit of this. I've just, I've just been in awe. It's kind of like <laughs> jaw drop listening to what you've been able to say. Um, I, I definitely appreciate you coming on and, and yeah. spending some of your time with us. Um, awesome uh oh, if you just yeah, want to no like tell, tell I the
1: people i i enjoy these
2: yeah we definitely we love having guests on especially ones that can bring such a unique spender like you where it's focused all around footwork and stuff it's really cool because usually we get guys who are like analytics guys or film guys or something but this is like a whole different ballgame because this isn't something that analytics might speak to or that 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 film's always going to speak to so,
1: when you see, watch how they train live. That's I'm seeing it in person, and I'm the movements that they can do. So, what they think they can't do, I can show you how they can do it. I can do it quick, accurately, and, and precision. That's probably why I do so many of these because I think so many people know that I work with so many guys, dude. I get so many people for podcasts, and, and you know, for some guys that I work with, it's crazy.
2: <laughs> Love it. No, well, we definitely appreciate yeah. you taking the time. Um. If you want to let people know where they can find you on Twitter, where they can find you on Instagram, and where they can find the content, because if I love you on Instagram, it's such a great follow. You get to see the drills as they're happening and stuff, and really cool stuff to watch.
1: Yeah, my Instagram is uh, footwork underscore king, and my Twitter is footwork underscore king2. It's my new Twitter. Yeah.
2: So, Love I mean, it. IG,
1: Instagram, yeah, Footwork underscore king and yeah, Twitter, Footwork underscore king too. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Any and for... man,
1: anytime, y'all, I mean, I'll jump on these all the time.
2: Love it, and for our listeners out there, make sure to check out all the content at True North Fantasy Football, TrueNorthFFB.com, at True North FFB on Twitter, and uh, and I'm sure I'm forgetting something that we're on, but we're yeah, you can, can find us all over the place guess. now. <laughs> but until next week, we will see you next Tuesday.
1: All right.